0: Originating from a secret underground bunker buried deep in the heart of Chicago's North Side, two fans dare to defy the laws of man to bring you a podcast about the South Side Hitmen, the good guys who wear
1: black. There's a sense of pride. Um, there's a sense of, of purpose. Azuki, by far, uh, he was my favorite player well, all time. It's Paul Conner. I love the hot dogs. I love. Being grilled onions, and I can't believe it's been 13 years, 13 painful, painful years. <laughs> because good
0: guys wear black, good
1: guys talk back. Hey Sox fans, welcome to episode 36 of Good Guys Talk Back. I am Nick Morawski, and this is your fan-centric uh, blue-collar Chicago White Sox podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time, welcome. Uh, if you've been with us since episode one, welcome back. You can find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Just subscribe, and each new episode will just show up into your inbox. You can find us on Twitter, at GoodGuysTV, and you can find us on Facebook, on that Good Guys Talkback Facebook page of ours. We are recording Here on Thursday, September 5th, 2019, right before the Bears game, uh, Sox beat Cleveland 7-1 behind a strong effort from Lopez. Got a lot to break down uh, lately with this team. Um, And we're going to get into the curious case of Tim Anderson. But before all that, let me bring in my co-host, Jeff Julian.
0: Hello, sir. I I feel funny calling it episode 36 because my body clock tells me it should really be Episode thirty-seven, and I gotta say, mm-hmm. mea culpa on that. We had an <laughs> audio snafu yeah. last week. We had every intention of yeah. putting an episode out, recorded a great one, one that'll go down in in podcast <laughs> history. Is you know probably should be sent to the radio hall of fame. But unfortunately, uh, we had a a, a a screw up on the audio side, and it was basically unlistenable from one track. So you'll mm-hmm. we'll just have to take our word for it that it was probably. It was. I
1: mean... There was some good stuff top, in there. Top five broadcasts We figured out all the problems yeah, of the sacks. <laughs> we had it all figured out, yeah. and
0: we were going to send it to Tommy Hahn and, yeah. uh, and, and Kenny, and, <sighs> and they were going to take it up to the old man, and, and it was going to be... <laughs> it was going to be fixed yeah and unfortunately you know we lost it and then we lost Mm -hmm. all those ideas and now we're we're right back (laughs) right back where we're where where we were at before so um you know again apologies for that and uh and and a little inconsistency on the on the episodes but uh here we are we're gonna Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk a good a good uh Episode about the Sox, especially yeah. coming off a, a, a great victory, a yeah. great pitching performance by Lopez. Lopez, the new Lopez. The new Lopez continues, and then they tied last year's win total today, right? Is that, yeah, is that, is that yeah, excellent. So, uh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, excellent
1: point. Yeah. uh Sox really are, uh, you know, they're 62 and 78, uh, 16 games under. Uh, as Jeff said, uh, 62 wins was their uh, high watermark last year. Um, so it's only September 5th, plenty of games left, about yeah. 20 uh, or 20 so games, uh, two and eight in the last 10 games, which is a little troubling, um, 16, 16 games under 500, 24 and a half games back in that AL central lead. And, um, you know, it's always fun to still look at that wild card race and the Sox are 19 and a oh, half good. All right. out of that. <laughs> so wild you're saying there's a race. chance. Well, like like we had said a couple uh, episodes ago, you know, I kind of pay attention to where that wild card race yeah. is and what the win totals are for some of these teams, like uh, you know, Cleveland and um, where the Sox need to be maybe next year uh, when this window starts to crack open um, well, a little right. bit here.
0: You want to know who's in front of you. You want to know what Daryl Boston will be dealing with <laughs> when he's when he's behind the helm God. of a, of a twenty twenty. White Sox. None
1: of that was in the good podcast, <laughs> uh, so I don't know where that. Well, there was a lot camp. of
0: Daryl Boston talk, yeah. if I if I remember right, and uh, and it was good talk, and it was it was uh, you know, it was centered around those um, those strange what, those white player, player jerseys. jerseys and well, his uh,
1: nickname is still uh, it's a real enigma. Yeah, Kokomo. Kokomo Kokomo was his nickname on the back of his jersey. We think it was a Beach Boys tribute,
0: maybe it had uh, to be.
1: Yeah. I, I when I first saw it. I glanced a little too quickly and I thought it said Coco beware, which would have been, which great. would have been great. You that, know, what, that's, what, what, all,
0: that's the uh, only thing that could be better than actually Coco Coco. So, so
1: an inside joke, I am sure. Um, so, uh, the Sox are sitting here, um, you know, an interesting situation, uh, September baseball for a team and, uh, another year of the rebuild. I mean, any team that's, that's out of the hunt, it, it September's tricky. Um, you're hoping that your team does right by you and by, right by the organization and brings up uh, some call-ups that are worthwhile to watch, that can get some uh, innings, get some at-bats, so they have a blueprint uh, heading into the off season. And the Sox made some call-ups, uh, Jeff. Uh, Danny Mendick, uh, back, uh, for the first time on the team, he uh, tore up spring training way back when. Uh, Finally getting his chance here uh, with the club. Uh, Dylan Covey, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I am infuriated by having him back on the ball club, a guy that I uh, really don't want to see after this season ever again, or the likes (laughs) of him, uh, Deathweiler and uh, all these other nut jobs. Uh, The revolving door fifth starter needs to stop uh but Kobe is here and uh Polka your boy Daniel Polka is back with the club I'm um, going to keep an eye on his uh I think he's still sitting at one hit hey, uh
0: No but he's got some minor league homers and and plenty of opportunities to 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 make a run at that number I want to come back to him, him in bat. just a
1: moment. <laughs> I want to come back to him in a moment uh, cuz uh, I want to also give uh, uh Zach Collins his due. He's up and he had a triple the other day. Uh, He's been doing a lot of DHing, and, and I think that's just the sign that the Sox do not have faith in this guy as a future catcher. Uh, when he's been up with the club uh, the last few times, it's primarily with his bat, a pinch hitter. Uh, he has been DHing. I wouldn't be surprised if they look at him as a pota- uh, potential platoon at first. Uh, like the power left handed bat if he could say sustain it, but it's kind of disappointing that the Sox brass just don't see him. Uh, is a catching solution. I think we're still looking for that yeah. that catcher of the future. Um, we hope McCann will be around next year, but you know McCann's not going to be the answer.
0: Yeah, it's funny because you you didn't mention a name that mm-hmm. seems obvious that yeah. it should have been yeah. in that in that yeah. list, and uh, I'm I'm I can't remember. What, oh, that's <laughs> right, the guy yeah. who's got like a 1.032 <laughs> OPS. Yeah, has had yeah. like. How many home runs yeah. in, in through all the levels of the thirty of the for minors. thirty guy? Yeah. Um, the guy he, who's definitely going to be your starting center fielder yeah, next for year for years to come. Well, why perhaps. Give Louis Robert any experience in the major leagues right now? Why would you do that? Yeah, I you know, you um, know he, he, he it,
1: doesn't need it. It's just infuriating uh, from a fan's perspective. You know, this is a fan-centric podcast, and we just talk like you know, like a couple of fans would, you know, but still we'll throw some numbers at you and we'll throw some awards at you. And this guy's racking up the awards the last two days. You know, yeah. hitter of the year in the minor leagues, player of the year in the minor leagues. And there's more. there are more awards to come. I mean, this guy, uh, it's exciting. Look, you know, uh, it's... it's
0: I don't see the harm in in bringing him up, and in fact, it's all about service me, time. Well, but is it about service time? I, Do we know for sure that it's about uh, service time? I, I don't see and, how it can't be. And based on the way that they've operated, anyhow, signing uh, Eloy to a to, to a deal, service time didn't matter. You know, so and, and, to,
1: and that's a that's a good point. Uh, service time with the Sox—that's uh, a whole nother podcast.
0: To me, I just think. You know, you had a pretty good year, but it wasn't as good as I think it could have been if if you hadn't have uh, you know had such a bad July. But your fans have been with you mm-hmm. the whole year. Here's an opportunity to say thanks for sticking with us. Here's what's coming next. Yeah, this is a guy that needs to be here. We believe he's a bright part of the future, and here, here's come come on out to some September games instead of offering me. Uh, what I, I got some email like, you can pay the price <laughs> of the date, right. $9.06 like, $9. <laughs> or nine yeah. twenty two Instead of offering yeah. me that deal, bring up a guy I actually want to see, yeah. and I'll show up at the park. I'll pay full I'll Hey, I, I don't have any problem paying full price. <laughs> Give me a guy that I want to watch a, uh,
1: There was a restaurant in the south suburbs uh, forever ago that, uh, when you're a kid, you got to eat your weight. So <laughs> sure. if you weighed, yeah. you know, 108 pounds, your, your, your <laughs> bill was a dollar eight for your meal. Uh, when you dined with your family, nice. uh, you might've been called the ground round. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but the- I, I saw that email. I got that email, you know, pay the date, you know, come on out. Uh, you know, That's it's just, that just felt
0: desperate. It's just, it, it, I, it, it, I, I, I mean, I get it. I get there's a place for that, yeah. but I don't need that deal. I yeah. want to see that guy yeah. bring uh, him up.
1: I'll come to the ballpark. I, I'm excited to see how Cease finishes the season, how Giolito finishes the season. Excited to see, uh, you know, Collins and a guy like Danny Mendick. He could be on the team very well as a utility guy moving forward. Uh, Robert to me is, is a guy that advanced uh, quickly because he has the talent and he has the skills. And when you have so many uh, folks that seem to know what they're doing, say that this guy's a can't miss, and he's going to be the future center fielder for the Sox for many years to come. He's got unbelievable skills. Um, can even probably eclipse Jimenez's skills. That's a little scary. Why not get him up, give right. him a blueprint for the offseason so he knows what he needs to work on, how he's been pitched in September, Going forward, you know, this servant's time nonsense stuff is when's the socks ever dealt well with service time? We've never had an opportunity right. to deal with right. it, right?
0: They're usually not in any conversation on a free agent level in that manner, anyhow. You know, where they're where gonna service, screw it yeah. up,
1: anyways, when You're, it comes to giving somebody a deal.
0: And to me, this is a guy, he's not on the cusp, he's well past the cusp, and he's clearly demonstrated that there's no challenge to him in the in the minors. Yeah. So he's not, he's not developing in right. the minors. You're right. just, you're either, you don't know how to handle service time or you're concerned about, I don't know what you're concerned about. Bring the guy up. Let's, you know, get, Tommy him, Han, let's
1: get him. Uh, Tommy Han said exhaustion. Uh, man's tired. Could be a little too tired.
0: Oh, did he, did he give an interview on a, <laughs> on a reputable <laughs> station know. that wasn't uh,
1: full of softballs? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's tired. Okay. Yeah. Roberts tired. Okay. Um, my and the other issue is you look at a team like Atlanta that the Sox just played recently and they've got a couple studs on their team that can barely get a drink legally and they got probably close to a thousand at bats already. Yeah. Yeah. I just you know,
0: I don't know what the hold up is here. If you if, if you're still on track for twenty twenty, get this guy some experience yes. and let's go.
1: Yeah. Let's go, go, yeah. go. The thing that uh is could be the issue is they might extend him. You know, uh they might Give him a contract extension like Jimenez, but that doesn't that doesn't negate exactly. That's that's the only thing I'm thinking of because then service time is 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 a moot point, like it was with Aloy. Like they they extended him in spring training. We could have had him up in September. He could have tried to figure out a slider maybe in the off season at the major league level. Right. Um, But that's you know the the plus side is. You get to watch some robber replay, uh, replays this offseason. You know, their, their season is done in Charlotte. And, uh, you know, he finished the season healthy. He finished the yeah. season on a high note. Um, you know, you, hopefully you'll see him in early April. If they don't extend him, you're going to see him maybe in mid-April because of the whole Chris Bryant service time situation. Right. right. Um, I, I hope that's not the case. Because I think the, the new trend in MLB is giving that, that early extension trying yeah. to get a player to buy yeah. into what's going on right. don't even they don't even want to go to free agency yeah. I mean, you saw it happen this past year uh with guys like trout and sale and you
0: can't if you are a team like the white Sox, even though they're in a, the, the third largest market in the country they because of different constraints they have to operate as more of a second tier mm-hmm. city yeah. team, you know, they're, they're not operating like the Dodgers or the Cubs or the, sure. or, or, or the Yankees because they don't have the, the endless pocketbook to deal from they're, they're, Why let a guy? there There's no point in, in getting into the Chris Bryant or Manny Machado or, or Bryce Harper situation with one of your players. Cause you're not going to be able to sign them. Anyhow, they're going to yeah. go to free. Agent exactly. And they're going to walk. Exactly. So get them up here now Right. Extend them if you can. And if not, play the hell out of yeah. them, win games, and then
1: yeah. move on. The track record for the Sox uh, management, uh, the brass to, to make these types of deals and to lock up players long term uh, is non existent. Yeah. There is no blueprint yeah. for this. And there, damn, there is no blueprint for no. this team signing big free agents. No, absolutely. I mean, again, as I was talking to a
0: friend. This evening, we were talking about the Bears, talking about the Cubs, moved to the Sox, and he's like, you know, are you happy with what happened this year? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. I mean, they're better. They yeah. tied the win record. Sure. But I think their July sucked, and I think yeah. um, I'm concerned about that. And then I have no confidence. I think they need to sign a big free agent yeah. pitcher. But whether they should have had Manning or not, the way the Manny thing was handled gives me no confidence mm-hmm. that next year, when free agency comes around Mm -hmm. that they'll be ready to sign anybody that they need or that they'll go all the way.
1: Yeah. And and the free agency class, uh, this off season is nowhere near what it was this past uh, off season, Um, but there's guys you need. Yeah. Um, Garrett Cole will be there. Now, do you
0: sitting right there right now believe that they'll go the distance to get Garrett Cole?
1: They are, I don't, and to be brutally honest with you, no, I don't no, think they're going to go the no. distance to get Gary I think they're going to put a package together. That's right, cute. Right. And, you know, and they're we'll going to say they're all in, they say that they sure they made an right, effort. Right. And uh, we were we in can't the
0: control. We were at the feel. table.
1: Right. We, we, we were in the conversation. I believe they absolutely will say, will say all the right things so they can sit there at Socks fest, uh, you know, in January and uh, make us feel all good as fans that our, you know, our brass was sticking up for us, but. I have been burned way yeah. too many times and I'm not saying that this Machado Harper thing, this past off season was the first time I was born. Oh, okay. We've right. been burned years as yeah. fans yeah. of this, of this organization, not stepping up and offering premium money to premium talent in their prime years. Right. Right. Well, and that's exactly what I'm talking
0: about. I don't want to hear about, well, sometimes it doesn't matter about the money. A player just wants to play here or there. Come on. Yeah. It's about the money. Yeah. And it was about the money there. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Um, concerns. So they, they, this team might have to get creative and they might have to trade. They might have to trade some talent, uh, some talent that, you know, hasn't even come up to the major league level. I mean, there's a guy like Nick Madrigal that we all hope could be the, the future second baseman, but. I, I don't know. He might be dangled with somebody else to to bring somebody over to the south side in lieu of writing a huge check. Well, um, and
0: in the famous lost episode, you mentioned yeah. a possible trade for. <laughs> you know, you you yeah. mentioned. Do you do you flip uh, Robert right now? Yeah,
1: I did mention that. Uh, you know, no one will ever hear it. You, you know, it, it. it's it's a crazy notion, but you know, sometimes you have to get crazy. Right. I mean, right. you know, look at look at what Boston did several years ago. You know they flipped Kopech and Mancada without River really ever seeing what they could do in the majors for Sale because right. they knew a guy like Sale was going to get them the World Series. Right. They saw a small sample size of Mancada, but they were told Mankata is the second coming of like Robinson Cano or or, right. or better. This guy right. is going to be unbelievable when he hits his prime. Right. Same thing with Kopech, right? Okay, of course they didn't know that you eventually would have, you know, Tommy right. Jen, But but take it back then yeah. as here are these two guys that are supposed to be have unlimited talent, right? But the Red Sox said, look, I want somebody that's proven, yeah, that has logged the innings, that can do it at the major league level, okay? That's an all star, because that's what we need to finish the yeah. job. Yeah, well, here. right, and they you know? were
0: in a different circumstance. They were in their window somewhere.
1: Um, I mean, it's an interesting bar room conversation. You know, here's a guy in Robert that's never played an inning in the major league level. He's got unbelievable talent, but what if some team out there that has a rock solid starting pitcher that we can control young, healthy. I know there's no guarantees. What if they're like, you know, uh, we want Robert part of the package. Yeah.
0: But again, th- this team with I, just, I, I go back to the trade deadline. Yeah. You're telling me there weren't some deals out there to mm-hmm. be made, but these guys are convinced that this is the team. We yeah. don't need to make any changes.
1: Here, uh, and so uh, no, I, I just, you're right. You're right. I just
0: I don't know what what concerns me is you can talk how you're going to follow the Cubs and the Astros blueprint and this and mm-hmm. that and the other, but until proven otherwise, sorry. I, I don't yeah. I don't I don't believe it until I see it, and it doesn't mean it's not working. It doesn't mean that the team isn't better. It doesn't mean that they've made the right moves. But you've got an unproven manager. You've got a somewhat unproven GM. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, they're yeah. They're, they're both unproven to yeah. to a certain degree. You got mm-hmm. You got to show it. And yeah. so I don't want to hear that. Well, we think it might be another two years. Or oh, well, now mm-hmm. it might be another three years. It's got to happen at some point. You got to turn
1: the corner. Yeah, it, it, it has to happen. You you need to see a significant um, corner turn. Um, well, this off season and uh, in the beginnings of spring training slash the twenty twenty season, we'll get you know more into that uh, as September rolls on. Um, Otherwise, you're just the Bulls. You're yeah, just the Bulls I cycling yeah. through. Yeah. one and more coach depressing. and one more rebuild. Sure. And I yeah. mean,
0: I assume that John Paxson will just. Die in his <laughs> office at the right. at the is, it, is I don't even know if it's the Birdo Center anymore, yep. but whatever. Yep. And they'll just yep. they'll bury him, and he'll mm-hmm. still probably run the team from mm-hmm. from from the afterlife. Yeah. You know, he had a great so. <laughs> shot though. He had great. He didn't have a great yeah, shot, a but form. that but that's not a reason to allow somebody I, to continue <laughs> to, to to run your franchise. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a a, a Blackhawks situation where you know does. Does Michael Reinsdorf run the team differently after, um, after his dad steps back? Sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I don't Interesting. know.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that uh, on this team on this 2019 team that has been, uh, it, it's a curious case, uh, a, a guy that has given us an offensive, just highlight reel. Um, speaking of Tim Anderson, um, unbelievable from from last year's offensive numbers, from career numbers, yeah. a guy that uh, a lot of folks think uh, you know is going to be the future center fielder. Um, you know, April was, was his was his month. He has uh, been hurt. Uh, he's going to probably play in about twenty seven less games this season than last season. Um, but his offensive numbers have continued to advance since he came back uh, from that ankle sprain um however the defense jeff the defense continues um to haunt Sox fans the the mental mistakes on the base paths continue to be a problem a few nights ago tim anderson for some wild reason in a one-run game we were down by one decided he was going to steal third yeah and that was a dumb move yeah and it cost a rally and the next day you know his ass is out in the field. Yeah. I mean, there isn't any consequence and that's not the first time that Anderson has made a bonehead move. That is an ego move instead of a team move.
0: It's finding the balance, right? You don't want to manage or coach the aggressiveness out of certain players. Right. I think Baez is a good example of that on the North side, right? Where, where the aggressiveness will bring these amazing plays on the base paths, but it might also get you, get Mm -hmm. you in trouble. But the problem is the defense with him. it is and and I, I still don't know that you can have a shortstop with that type of defensive um, liabilities mm-hmm. and and win a championship. That has not been the pattern the last few World yeah. Series winners. Yeah. It has been mm-hmm. a above average defensive mm-hmm. shortstop patrolling that area yeah. and so. I just I just thought of this, and I, I want to I run it by you. I, and absolutely, he deserves all the credit in the world for the offensive improvements. But we know the ball is juiced this year. Yeah. Okay? And so one of two things is going to happen next year. Either it's going to continue because Major League Baseball is going to like what they mm-hmm. see, and they're going to say to the people yeah. who made the balls this year, yeah. we know this was an error. Sure. But I want you to repeat the error yeah, because absolutely. we like this. We have no problem. Or wink-wink. they say, we can't have this continue. Mm-hmm, you got to make mm-hmm, the modifications mm-hmm. back and the numbers yeah. settle back yeah. down next year. Right now, does that mean only the power numbers settle mm-hmm. back down or do, or does everything go yeah. back to normal? So I still wonder, is this him turning the corner offensively for real?
1: Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Or is this, or is this a blip? It's a hell they of a point. Good year, or? It's, it's
1: a hell of an observation. Or is this juiced baseball? I mean, you know, just because the ball's not flying out of the park doesn't mean a juiced baseball doesn't help a single into a double. Absolutely, uh, right. You know, or, right. or the exit velocity, a uh, velocity on a and ground the exit ball. Uh, yeah, which is <laughs> which is a new metric is, that was uh, that you just made up. right. Uh, that is a, a pamphlet that I'm writing. Um, <laughs> the exit uh, philosophy. I'm going to try to get a booth at SoxFest Fest and just <laughs> peddle that it. Uh, I in love the winter. It. Um, you know he's at uh, 24 errors right now, which is God, it's too many. You know, leading the world. Um, you know he had 20 in 2018, and he played 150 some games. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be significantly less, and he's got 24 errors. Yeah, and he might have
0: been helped by by the by the time off. Correct number.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's it's the throws. It is just some bonehead. You know, it's, it's almost like when the play is a, a reaction play, there's no problem with it. But when he actually has to think about the play for a little bit, you know, he boots it. He's got stone hands. He overthinks the throw. Um, you know, so what, what do we do? What do you say as a fan like, well, you know what? The way he's hitting, let's just deal with it. You know, he's never going to be a gold glove shortstop. But and and that's okay to say during a rebuild, right? Right. You know, that's but, exactly but what i was thinking. Once this team gets competitive, and if this window cracks for 2020, you don't want to be saying to yourself, "Oh, now these errors matter." Right. right.
0: It's a problem until it, it's not a problem until you're you fought your way into a one game playoff to get into 100 in, in, percent the playoffs, yeah. and it's the bottom of the yeah. eighth, and and he throws a ball. You know, you know into the stands right and <laughs> which and, is you know yeah, very doable for so him. i i just i i think you got to see the makeup of next year's team and decide if his offense is better is, mm-hmm. is good enough that you can eat that uh, d- defensive yeah. liability yeah, yeah, yeah. absorb it yeah. around the rest of the yeah. infield in the outfield or you got to say to yourself he's so good offensively we're just going to find a, a another place for him
1: well that's why you sell high right or now you right yeah you I, I mean him. that's the aggressive move uh yeah. you know looking at a guy that the Sox were playing against this past series in Cleveland Francisco Lindor I mean comparable age uh, about comparable service time and you know this guy's a multi-gold glove winner you know right. he, he's, he's a 290 career hitter uh, you know Again, we're not saying, I'm not saying Anderson's ever going to be Lindor, but I think that's the type of, of up-the-middle defense we're looking for. Yes, you short know.
0: stops on playoff-winning teams hit and play defense.
1: And look, if Cleveland's not going to sign Lindor to a long-term deal, why doesn't the Sox knock on Cleveland's door and say, I'll put a package together for you? Yeah. You know, right. maybe move Anderson to the outfield, move him to right field.
0: There, there's room for him.
1: You know, so he can know. air mail it over the catcher. He'd
0: be a better DH than any of the other DHs.
1: We, oh, God, we, we I'm not saying that. I'm not DH. saying
0: that's where you put him, but but hell, he would be, be a better hitter there if
1: Anderson doesn't hit 330, or whatever he's hitting right now, and he's back to his 250 lifetime average. You're kicking him to the curb. You're like, this guy is a defensive liability. He's hitting 245, 250, you know, with sparse power numbers. So the fact that he's hitting, you know, he's competing with the batting title in the AL, you got to give him some slack, but... You know, the folks that are carrying water for this guy in the media are really driving me crazy. And my guy, Ricky's one of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ricky said a couple weeks ago, you know, the problem with Anderson is uh, he's so athletic. His range is so amazing that he gets to so many balls he shouldn't be getting. Uh, So the sample size is greater. So when he boots something and when he throws it, he wasn't even really supposed to be getting it to begin with. It's like, what are you talking about? What the hell does that even mean? It made no sense. It was an unbelievable defense. You know, then,
0: yeah, that makes no sense. Then you teach him how not. To go get you tell him hey that's or not body yours. control
1: go get don't go you get know? it and, and that's one of the reasons why I could see Omar Vizquel moving up the ranks quickly is we're going to have two middle infielders um, Madrigal potentially that is going to be very young at second base and if they stick with Anderson you know Vizquel a, a multi Gold Glove winner. Yeah. Could really help these two guys, yeah. You know, like you're yeah. with hey, Daryl Boston's help, too. <laughs> well, he's he's all <laughs> Kokomo, uh, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta like, you know, think smarter, not harder. Yeah. Here, yeah, how do you use yeah. that athleticism to better set yourself up for success? Apparently,
0: and, you just use it to get more errors.
1: Well, and then you got the, uh, Vinnie Duber who uh, writes for NBC Sports Chicago, and he wrote an article uh, in defense of Anderson saying that. Yeah. You know, Anderson, has uh, had a lot of errors, but boy, does he make some, some outstanding plays and the ones that he makes are so, you know, web gem worthy to, yeah. to use a nineties sports center term. Uh, yeah, I don't buy that. Yeah, it's I, it's I, like, you know, yeah, he's got some great – he's got a highlight reel, but I'd rather have a complete, consistent player.
0: He's up there in put-outs and a couple of other defensive measures. I think we looked at that on the lost episode. But, there, but <laughs> I, I think there's got to be a way to – I mean, his fielding percentage is, is, is not good compared to some of the other short steps out there. The errors are, are too high. I don't know if there's – a couple of defensive metrics that calculate and, and calculate the offset here. But the, yeah. I, I don't think he passes the eye test yeah. and, and, at least in, in terms of defense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, that's something to watch as this uh, season unfolds and, you know, uh, you know what the state of the socks is going into the off season, what the reports are on with that. And, and to be honest with you, I think it's, uh, it's all going to get swept under the rug because of his offensive numbers. Yeah. You know, well, uh,
0: that's fine as long as it's as long as it's that good next year. You know, I mean, now oh, he's yeah, gonna have of to he's gonna have to keep it up, and if he can't, then you know. yeah.
1: Um, Socks uh, are coming back home uh, after this. Uh, they just wrapped up the series in Cleveland, and they're going to be hosting the Angels. Um, uh, you get to see Mike Trout if you come out to the ballpark. <laughs> His uh, numbers, I yeah. Mean, I mean, this that's guy, it.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean. This is a once in a lifetime player. Yeah. Oh, oh it, 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 absolutely. it really is. Even if he never wins a, a, a world series, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, it really is unbelievable.
1: I uh, had an opportunity last summer, uh, to get out to Anaheim to see the Sox, uh, play the angels and such trout in his natural habitat. And, uh, he definitely, uh, hurt the Sox, uh, and a couple long balls and, uh, you know, it's just effortless. the effortless, the swing, else. and the defense. Yeah. Uh, so the Angels come to town for three. Giolito, my man, Dylan Covey and Dylan <laughs> Cease, double Dylan. I know you'll be at that Covey. Yeah, oh. <laughs> with my mistake jersey, and <laughs> after that, maybe one good game he had. <laughs> right, I raced to the presses. <laughs> Uh, Cease so had a great game against uh, Cleveland on Tuesday night. He had a high uh, career high in strikeouts, and you know he's got rough games. Man, boy, does Dylan Cease wear it sometimes this season. But you know what? He has to. That's part hey, of it's it. It's part of the growing process. So I'm excited to see uh, those two guys of the three throw uh, this weekend, and then they welcome the Royals, which uh, we all know what happened the last time they played the Royals. Uh, I think they yeah. got swept for four games. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's try and correct that. September Redemption. That's, that's right, um, right, right. We're probably going to start wrapping up this episode 36 because we've got that Bears-Packers game right. uh, happening very Grid soon. Iron. Um, speaking of uh, Bears, uh, we were uh, it toyed around a little bit on social media about uh, more wins uh, be, between Sox and Bears. More wins. Well, Bears uh, outlast the Sox with their wins in September. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let me try to... Uh, rephrase that so it makes sense um well the bears have more wins throughout the season yes. than the Sox have in all of September yeah.
0: interesting i i don't know i mean Sox are
1: at 2 right now 2 yeah. wins in september and they've probably got another i would say 25 games
0: it, i i think it could be close 22 I think it games it could be close depending um, on how they how they play if they if they pick up a little Last last gasp and really maybe, yeah. maybe they catch a couple of teams who are out of it. Polka runs they, into a few. Polka and, uh, is going to hit twenty probably in this last month. <laughs> good so
1: God. good, yeah. Trade I didn't them, say then. get them the hell homers, out of, get them out say. of here. Package them up with Covey <laughs> and uh, Anderson. Uh, I hear I, I saw some prognosticators calling for a nine and seven season for the Bears. No, so get out. it of here. seems a no, little, no. little. I off. I think
0: they're I. I just don't see that. I I think this team is on the up and I think Nagy's a great coach. And I, I I don't know that they will be, what were they? 12 and 12 and four last Mm -hmm. year, but I think they could be every bit of 11 and five or or 10 and six. They got a tough schedule. They got a tough schedule, but you know, those schedules always look, look one way at the beginning of the year. And by the time you're halfway through, you're like, well, that's not going to be a problem. So, yeah. 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 But, um, you know, as we, as we close out, I do, I, so, um, I have had an absolute blast over these thirty six episodes. Thirty six, you know, man, it yeah. has been an absolute treat to mm-hmm. to talk about the socks and talk sports mm-hmm. and talk just silliness with you on yeah. a mostly weekly basis. Yeah, it has been and since December of 2018. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to believe it all started with that with that Manny watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, when we when were following we, it really closely we were, too. We
0: were we were sucked in, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, um, due to some opportunities for me that I'm not gonna get into now, but um, are good and are changing my schedule drastically, I'm gonna have to step back from good from the Good Guys yeah. Talk Back podcast. I won't be able to do any regular hosting co-hosting duties with with, mm-hmm. uh, with you. Yeah. And I'm I'm disappointed in it in that part yeah. because I have had an absolute blast. But it for has been. us to be able to create a weekly episode and and not be flying by the seat of, seat of our pants mm-hmm. in terms of scheduling sure it's it's what has to be done yeah. so i'm going to step back from that nick is going to continue to yep i'll keep pushing forward keep here pushing it out um and and i am going to jump in when i can yeah so you'll be around still this won't be the last time you hear me yeah. and and it, it's certainly I, I plan to be guesting when i can and uh you know popping in when i can and I got, I'm definitely, I want to know how I did on those, um, those season bets. Yeah. Maybe you could sneak back in for, uh, you know, for an
1: end of uh, season, uh, cause I would, yeah, I'd love to rehash some of those. Uh, but yeah, it has been uh, a blast. I can't believe we're at 36 episodes already. Um, but yeah, I'll keep churning this podcast out and, you know, even during the off season, we'll be continuing to be a voice, uh, fan centric and blue collar for all the crazy decisions that the Sox do, um, but yeah, we're getting to the point where it's September baseball and then you got the NFL starting yep. and, it, and a lot of fans are kind of torn. Like, What do yeah. I do? Yeah, you for know, sure. and then the for Hawks sure. will start soon. And then, yeah, but I, I'm sticking with the socks here all the way through, I got you. as you I know, got you. I will. Well, um, thank you for yeah.
0: for doing this with me. And, yeah, uh, I've had a blast. It's been a, it's been a real treat. Thank you to the folks who, who have listened to it's been it's
1: been fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you can, uh, you can download this podcast, you can subscribe to this podcast, uh, you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, just go ahead and subscribe and uh, every new podcast episode will show up in your inbox. Uh, we're still in season one and this is episode 36. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at GoodGuysTB, uh, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, uh, All Things Socks, uh, it has been a pleasure, Jeff Julian. I know we will talk again soon. Uh, I want to thank all of you for joining us and making this a regular part of your sax Entertainment. Uh, for Jeff, I am Nick Borowski. Go Socks.